Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Get ready for winter driving at Dobbs Tire and Auto Centers with super deals on tires, including up to $200 on new Goodyear tires, plus oil changes, brakes, batteries, and more. For value and savings, click on gotodobbs.com today. Would one of the best players in the NHL could potentially be available via trade? We need to get more information on that, and that's what we're doing right now. Joining us via the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line is Fluto Shinzawa. He is the senior writer for the Athletic Boston. He's the beat writer for the Boston Bruins. He joins us now here on BK and Ferrario. Fluto, we appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for joining us on what is relatively short notice. I want to get the latest of what you understand about the David Pasternak situation coming off of the Bruce Cassidy firing and what is going to be clearly a pretty significant offseason for the Boston Bruins. Yeah, well, David is, is entering the, that uh, situation where some of these star players find themselves in. He's entering the last season of his deal. Um, it's, it's a good deal for the, for the Bruins. Uh, it's a six-year, $40 million deal. Um, he's eligible to sign an extension as early as July 13th. Uh, the Bruins uh, absolutely don't want to see him go because he is 26 years old right now. He can score at will. He scored 40 goals this past season, led the, led the team in goal scoring, uh, vibrant personality, lo- uh, loved by the fans. But if he gets to a situation where he doesn't like whatever the Bruins are offering, and, and it will be a generous offer, but if he looks at the situation, because there's been a lot of flex here, as you mentioned, the coach is gone. Uh, the captain, Patrice Bergeron, he might be out. Uh, Brad Marchand is not going to be ready for the start of the season. Neither will Charlie McAvoy, both coming off of pretty serious surgeries. Um, so you add that all up, and if David is looking at, at an eight-year extension and is wondering, okay, how competitive is this team going to be? Is this team going to be as competitive as in years past when he played with Chara, Rask, Krejci, uh, Bergeron, Marchand? Well, a lot of those guys are going to be gone. So if, if he reads the situation and says, well, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold off and, and see how this plays out, then the Bruins will have no choice but to trade him because they can't, they can't let that guy walk. Well, that's too good a player. And, and that's, that's uh, to, to have him walk. Okay. Sure. You get the cap space, but to, to see him walk for nothing. Uh, no, that's not going to happen. Well, and Fluto, the, the part that I'm so intrigued by is I guess how they're going to sell it to Pasternak, because as you mentioned, you know, they're going to be without some significant players. You have no idea what it's going to look like without Patrice Bergeron. If he doesn't come back and with the head coach, do you think Boston is able to sell the, the competitiveness of the Bruins next season to David Pasternak? Well, they do believe Don Sweeney said yesterday that he still believes that this is a competitive team. 
Um, and and there, there there are some points in his favor. The goaltending should be good. Jeremy Simon, Lena Solmark, that should be a pretty good tandem. Uh, all their defensemen are signed. Hampus Lindholm and Charlie McAvoy. When Charlie is right, that's a pretty good number one pairing. Probably uh, if maybe best in show even. Uh, so so defensively, um, they they shouldn't give up much. Now will that change with with Bruce Cassidy being gone? That was that was the strength. That was his bread and butter. Is is uh, making sure they were structured defensively. So is that compromised? Um, the problem here, guys, is the offense. That this was a team that struggled to score this past year. Um, and could possibly go into next season with Eric Halla and Charlie Coyle as your top two centers. Um, and they don't have that much cap space going into the off offseason. Um, and then if you want to stretch out even further, let's just say David commits and he's thinking about, okay, years four, three, four, and five of his next deal. Well, there isn't much help coming. Um, Bruins were very aggressive at previous deadlines. They picked up Rick Nash. They picked up Andre Kasha. They picked up Lindholm at this past deadline. Well, what does that cost you? That costs you high-end picks. They don't have a first-rounder this year. They didn't have one in 2020. They didn't have one in 2018. And they trade away their seconds in 2023 and 24 uh, as part of the Lindholm deal. So what are they left with right now? Not many high-end prospects coming through. Um, and and to, to not have a first uh, this year and to not have seconds coming up, that leaves you also behind it, too, when you're trying to catch up and trying to rebuild through through the system. So if you're David and you're looking at this realistically, I don't think you can say, okay, this is not this this doesn't look like the Zidano, David, Patrice, Brad teams that I've all, that I've only known since coming into the league in 2014. Um, so if that gives him any kind of hesitation, then the Bruins have to be aggressive in, in um, getting assets. Fluto, what do you think that David Pasternak is looking for? Like it, it, money-wise, obviously setting aside, let's say they can convince him that the team is going to be competitive. On in terms of an AAV, what do you think David Pasternak is going to potentially command? Well, I, I was just talking around earlier this season to an agent. This is based on eight-year max term. Uh, probably fair to be eight at uh, sixty-eight. So, so somewhere around north of eight, uh, I think would be fair market value, just because of the eighth year that the Bruins can offer. I'm sure David would look at the market and say, "Oh, Panarin." I, I forget exactly what Panarin got, but he's he's a comparable player. And Panarin signed with the Rangers. I think it was in 2019 for seven years, and it was it was a it was a big number. So I, I'm sure David would look at that and say, "Okay, that's that's kind of the ballpark I'd like to be in." Because let's face it, he's been playing on a pretty uh, fair market, maybe even low market value for him right now, just because of the way he scores and and 6.66. That's that's like uh, that's kind of a, a McKinnon type of number in terms of of, of uh, compensation for what he does. So who knows? Uh, maybe he's just one of those guys. Who knows how these guys are wired? If they just want something secure, they just want something long term, or maybe he's one of those those uh, competitive athletes that wants to to really uh, strike it strike it big with with what will be his last big big deal. Um, so that'll be up to him. It's uh, it'll be uh, it'll be in his court. Fluto, one more on, on Pasternak that I'm just curious about, and I don't want to get you into speculation because you've done a phenomenal job just reporting on this side of things with uh, with everything that's going on. But do you feel like that if Pasternak does decide, like you know what, it's not working out here for me, and I do want to find out what's out there, and Boston says, yeah, we're probably going to trade you before that. Do you think that St. Louis could be a a partner in a deal to get that done? 
I don't know. I don't know what kind of, it would be. It would be the the package would have to be astronomical. Um, it's, I'm sure the ask would would be non-negotiable. Uh, 2023 first rounder, uh, probably a second rounder, and then what's what's traditionally in these packages? It's a it's a young NHL player, a high-end prospect, something like that. So it depends what a, a team like St. Louis would be offering. Um, if if there is a fit for for a true number one, because that's what he is, true number one right wing and and top power play guy, and there's not that many in the league, um, so it, it would all depend on the offer. Um, and granted, uh, I don't think I think there'd be a lot of teams that would, that would raise their hands for for that kind of of player. So it would have to be a, a competitive offer if David hits the market. He's Fluto Shinzawa. You can find his work over at The Athletic Boston. He does excellent reporting, and he will certainly have a busy offseason ahead of him as he's covering the Boston Bruins. Uh, Fluto, we appreciate the time, man. Thank you so much for hopping on with us today to give us a little bit of insight into what's going to be a very interesting offseason for the Bruins. Okay, guys. My pleasure. Absolutely. That's Fluto Shinzawa joining us here on 101 ESPN.